0: Sunday to all of you, dear friends. You are tuned in to OLMC Sunday Best. This is a sharing of the Bible study group from the Parish of Our Lady of Mount Carmel, Wan Chai, Hong Kong. Join us now in reflecting on this Sunday's liturgy for our life's nourishment. Good day to everybody, and thank you for joining us in this Bible study session, which we begin now. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Amen. And we pray together. O oh God, by whom we are within and receive that. Look graciously upon your beloved sons and daughters, that those who believe in Christ
1: may receive
0: true freedom and an everlasting inheritance through our Lord Jesus Christ, your son. Who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Now we reach the 23rd Sunday in ordinary time. 10 Sundays to go, and we are ending the liturgical year. But anyway, let's do it step by step. So, our readings, uh, the outline, the first reading is from the book of the prophet Ezekiel, chapter 33, verses 79. And then the second reading is from the letter of St. Paul to the Romans, continuation of the reading from the letter, chapter 13, verses 8 to 10. And the Gospel is also the continuation of the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 18, 15 to 20. Uh, let's start with the first reading then. is a reading from the book of the prophet Ezekiel. Thus says the Lord, You, son of man, I have appointed watchmen for the house of Israel. When you hear me say anything, you shall warn them for me. If I tell the wicked, O wicked one, you shall surely die, and you do not speak out to dissuade the wicked from his way. The wicked shall die for his guilt, but I will hold you responsible for his death. But if you warn the wicked trying to turn him from his way, and he refuses to turn from his way. He shall die for his guilt, but you shall live yourself. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to the God. Lord.
1: Anybody know who is this prophet, Ezekiel? Yeah. Yes. During the Babylonian Empire, I think he's there.
0: The ba- the exile, yes. The Babylonian exile. Yeah, the exile,
1: exile. yeah. yeah. When they were exiled in Babylon, I think he was in Babylon at that time. Exactly. So yeah. he's I, think, boy, I think only if I remember right.
0: exilic. Yeah, that's why he is an exilic prophet. You know, we have Isaiah. No, We already discussed Isaiah. Before the exile he kept on warning. And then also Jeremiah. But this time we have Ezekiel, one of the major prophets. And as the others warned that you will be in exile if you don't change your way. So They really went to the Babylonian exile, and that's the time of Ezekiel. So we position him there. But just like the other prophets, the book of Ezekiel uh, has also the kind of uh, calling to uh, get the people back to the ways of the Lord. So the first part of the book, the first 24 chapters or so, really calling back the kingdom of Judah and then also the northern kingdom to convert to to repent, no? but since it did not happen, and then the next part of the book is calling the other foreign nations, no, to uh, turn to the Lord, but it did not happen. So there was the exile, but then it did not end there. There's the third part of the book, which is the part about hope and salvation. Okay, and we have we are there in this uh, chapter thirty three. We are in the third part of the book, right? Okay? Just to position the context. So this is part of, uh, let's say, what? Uh, how do you get really converted, and how do you return to the ways of the Lord? Now it's not easy. <laughs> I I think Teresa said you already heard Father Law preaching about this. Uh, no, first Hello. yes, yes, okay. The two thirty bucks. <laughs> okay, the the uh, Lord speaks to the prophet here. You, son of man, I have appointed watchman. Okay, the word is watchman. Uh, yes. you know what is a watchman, no? The one who yes. keeps guard. Yes. Okay, yes. Other one. Who calls the attention of the people, no? So, when you hear me say anything, you shall warn them for me. So that's the, the work of the watchman. If I tell the wicked, a wicked one, you shall surely die. And you do not speak out to this way the wicked from his way. The wicked shall die for his guilt, but I will hold you responsible for his guilt because you did not say anything. There, there is a tension here in this reading. Now, it's the... It, it becomes the responsibility of the prophet to tell okay but then he said it continues no uh, but if you warn the wicked trying to turn him from his way and he refuses okay so it is his responsibility. he shall
1: die for to- a while for, for a while since uh, there is somebody's waiting on the waiting room oh, uh, yeah. Bernice I think you better accept her first. Thank you. Thank you. I think I saw it.
0: Um, okay. Waiting room one. Thank you. And Bernice also. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so that's
1: all. Good thank you. La, I, la, la, so what's up, yeah, You're
0: okay. saying there is a uh, attention, no? There is attention in this reading because it seems you, you can say, well. The Lord is talking about that wicked one. Why should I get in? Okay, he is he, he is telling me that that person needs to repent. Okay, why as a watchman, no, should I come in? Because you know our our society now will not understand this reading. No, it's very difficult to understand. Because said, why should I get into his business? That is his business is not mine. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah I like, say am I my brother's keeper? Yes, yes. Exactly. So it's like the Genesis story of Ada uh and Am I my brother's keeper? So here this this reading is saying, yes, you are. You are your brother's keeper. If uh I, I tell you to let him see his wicked ways, no, if he listens to you. Then, thank God, uh, you will not be held responsible. But if you don't say anything, okay, and he ends up without changing, you are responsible. So I said, Mama Mia, what attention. Uh, the, the call is really to be a watchman for each other. And, and I guess that's why this reading was chosen for this Sunday because of what we have in the gospel. You know you cannot it's just escape you cannot just escape being responsible not only for yourself but also for your brother and sister. you think it just it's just like a parent calling the attention of the wayward child yes <laughs> you will not really if you don't really care then you don't really so at the heart of it is really love and care. Yeah? God is sharing with us with the watchman here his own love and care. No? to the others so it's not only for us but also to the others okay so maybe that can, uh, that is a good opening for now uh, listening to the gospel reading, let us listen to mm-hmm. reading from the holy gospel according to Matthew Jesus said to his disciples if your brother sins against you, go and tell him his fault between you and him alone If he listens to you, you have won over your brother. If he does not listen, take one or two others along with you, so that every fact may be established on the testimony of two or three witnesses. If he refuses to listen to them, tell the church. If he refuses to listen even to the church, then treat him as you would a Gentile or a tax collector. Amen, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatever you lose on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Again, amen, I say to you, if two of you agree on earth about anything for which they are to pray, it shall be granted to them by my heavenly Father. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the midst of them, the gospel of the Lord. Praise, Praise be the Lord, Lord Jesus God. Christ. This I would say is a very challenging gospel, right? Because this is this is a teaching on how to confront. Right? The the, the opening is if your brother, yeah. the also sister, sins against you. Go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. How many of us can do that? That's it's only <laughs> it's from the Then of <laughs> you. Go and tell him his fault between you and him alone. If he listens to you, okay, you have won over the person. But if he does not, then there is the second step. The second step is take one or two others so that, because in the Bible, the two, uh, the the presence of two witnesses would be the valid, the valid witness. That is still in the time of the Old Testament. Uh, And then even that's why when Jesus was sending the disciples also, he wants to send them two by two. So that is because of that validity. But if still he refuses to listen to them, then tell the church. You know, one of the importance of this text is also because of this church. Very, uh, I think only in Matthew you hear the word church. Now, we mentioned already last, uh, two weeks ago in the gospel when uh, Jesus said, upon this rock no, I will build my church. So this is the second time we hear the word church. And here, <clears throat> this church would be really more of the community of disciples, huh? the community of disciples. Uh, fraternal correction would be the the, the thing, yeah. but we yeah. <laughs> were having <laughs> a discussion about that. Fraternal correction, correction—the word is negative. Yes, usually in our mind, it's negative. Yes, but anyway, we'll go see that, no. And uh, the other tricky word here is treat him as you would a gentile or a tax collector. Uh, In the early communities, this this would be like excommunication. So you have nothing else to do with that person. But the motive behind that is not so much to punish. It's to call back the person into the community. Because you see, uh it's again it's difficult for us to understand that because we now we have a very individualistic community, but before the community was more of a uh, the value of the community is very highly regarded. It's like the value of the family right okay? so if you if you are cut off from the family, that's very painful okay? but now. We don't feel it so much. He <laughs> said, except good reasons. The, except in the, <laughs> the <values. laughs> saying, Good reasons. I don't have any, any more to do with you. Huh? But then in the primitive Christian community, the first Christian community, the value of community is very strong. This is also very much present in the, I think in the letter of St. Paul to the Corinthians. If somebody errs, if somebody is in the, erroneous position in the community, said treat him you know, as or excommunicate him. not so much to punish him, but to let him feel the pain of being taken away from the community, separated from the community. And then uh, the last part, the last part, somebody asked, uh, where do you find the real presence of Christ? Of course, for us, all the sacrament of the Eucharist but this word, this word in the last part of the gospel, if two, be over, where two or three are gathered together in my name, there am I in the of You see that? The presence of Christ is also in the community. Okay? Where two or three are gathered together in my name. And these two, who are gathered can ask anything. If two of you agree on earth you know, about anything for which they are to pray, it shall be granted. I was also thinking, what, what intention, if you connect you know, the two parts of the gospel, one is fraternal correction or reconciliation, and then the second part is asking. I said, what is the second part? Uh, has What has it to do with the first part? And then I realized, yeah, it's difficult to give and receive forgiveness. So maybe that's the intention. The two of you can agree to ask for this grace of forgiveness. Okay. Of uh, let's say that the the uh, commentary I was reading said it is very difficult for any Christian community, but also maybe for any ordinary family or whatever, to live together, and then to fight together, and then to stay together. Usually we stop in the (laughs) fighting. We fight and then we separate. Yes, we fight and we separate because it's very, you know, forgiveness is one of the most difficult precepts of our Christian faith. (laughs) done. but then one monk asked me, but when do you forgive? When you have to give it. You don't forgive when you are not offended, right? It's really when it's necessary. That's when you give forgiveness. But then that's better. That's easier said than done. Right? If you look at the the human experience, forgiveness does not come easy. And even the confrontation here, it's very, very difficult to do this confrontation. But at the heart of this one, at the heart of all this relationship, I guess, is what we shall hear in the second reading. I love this second reading. The second reading is actually, uh, as I introduced last week, is already about the practical part, no? Yes, the first part of the letter to the Romans would be the doctrinal part, but starting from chapter twelve up to the end, we have the practical part. So maybe listening to this second reading will also help us connect to the motive why we insist on forgiveness, giving forgiveness, and receiving forgiveness. Okay, shall we listen to the second reading? A reading from the letter of Saint Paul to the Romans, brothers and sisters. Pull nothing to anyone except to love one another. For the one who loves another is fulfilled the commandments you shall not commit adultery, you shall not kill, you shall not steal, you shall not correct. And whatever other commandments there may be are summed up in this saying, namely, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Love does not image the neighbors. And Thanks be to God. Welcome, Nora and company. that
1: Okay.
0: So, as we were saying, you know, the continuation of the letter of Saint Paul to the Romans. Mm-hmm. In Tagalog, it is very. Uh, if this this one, we're already in the second review. Okay, so page two. Page two. Owe nothing to anyone. That word owe, owe is connected to debts, right? Yes. Mm, right? I think. So, yeah, this is weird. <laughs> That's why you have to pay because it's a debt. So, it's a owe uh, yeah. nothing to anyone except to love one another. We say all of us are indebted. Love one all another. of us owe. owe nothing then except to love one another. Okay. And and uh, Saint Paul is now trying to put together all his teaching, you know. Uh for the one who loves another has fulfilled the law. So he mentions what are these? The commandments. You shall not <laughs> You shall not not commit adultery, you shall not kill. It's a bit uh, bit inverted. Because we're so used to, you shall not kill, you shall not commit adultery, you shall not steal, you shall not cover, and so forth. But he said, all of this, all of this is saying, you shall love your neighbor as yourself. Because love does no evil to the neighbor. And and, and love is the fulfillment of the law. Uh, we were saying earlier. If you connect this to the gospel reading, you know, like love your neighbor, it's not. It's not even love your neighbor as I have loved you. It's really, this is the this is a very human. This is a very human level. Love your neighbor as yourself. Okay, doesn't even go beyond. Not yet. This is really just basic. Love your neighbor as yourself, meaning to say, if your relationships no, in your relationships you want peace, okay. So, in the gospel, as we're saying, try, try to be at peace, try to reconcile no? because that is one of the basic needs of people to be at peace. I, I know persons who have suffered so much in life. Uh, left behind by their husbands or their wives. But in the end, they said, all in all, what I only want is peace. Okay? I just want to be reconciled. Reconciled with myself, first of all. Reconciled with God. You know? and Reconciled with others. So this loving you know, one another and, and offering you know, peace, reconciliation forgiveness you no know, to each other well really based on that very basic commandment love your neighbor as yourself and that is not easy I think we know that now and that's why he said the the readings for this Sunday are very very challenging telling readings because one is it's calling you to responsibility not only for yourself but for the other and then it it is trying to force you to widen your boundary of forgiveness reconciliation and even even, I guess the other part of the gospel is that uh, the involvement of the community is not only you if you cannot I guess what what do you call this this is the grapevine approach if you cannot reconcile uh, on one on one you ask the help of the people mm-hmm. timely put off <laughs> this it says it's uh, i'm already full please put me yeah. off just uh, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> TV modifier okay uh so we we are saying uh, the importance of the community because we cannot just, uh, like, depend on ourselves. We have so many, mm-hmm. and we have so many baggages, no? We have so many baggages. In the end, the, the, the gift of forgiveness is also a gift of God. And, and, and that's why we said, maybe in the last part of the gospel, so ask, if two of you agree on earth about anything for which you are to pray, they are to pray, it shall be granted. The Lord knows it's very difficult to forgive. Mm-hmm. I, I remember one of the questions before this gospel, before this chapter, I mean, uh, Peter asked, Lord, how many times should I forgive? Mm-hmm. So what Peter said, seven yes. times? Yes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> he immediately put the limit on seven. No, 70 times seven or something. It's unlimited. It's mm-hmm. unlimited. Because we will always be hurt we will always be offended no? so we have always to have a kind of a refill <laughs> somebody that told me sister, sister I, my, when I go to confession I just tell my confessor my vial or my bottle is already full. <laughs> it's already full, I have to remove no so and then get a refill, refill of forgiveness. That's what we do when we go to confession, have a refill, the energy to forgive, the gift to forgive. So any any uh, reflection, any question on this very <laughs> demanding gospel, very dramatic request of the Lord. And that part is when you say uh, when you owe something. Like that, right? Yeah, they I, I, awesome. I have attended one uh seminar. Speaker said, uh whenever your generosity you help someone, things, so or love offering, whatever, that means God owns you. <laughs> because <laughs> I, it's God's responsibility. So uh-huh. because uh-huh. that's the first time I heard such sounds kind so how do you I don't understand that. This is the <laughs> Lord, oh, it's because, because it's you the Lord owing something because because you gave no I I guess it, it's just a uh, if I could simplify that or with an example like I always say when you are being called to serve the Lord religious vocation instance he's not only calling you person He's calling your whole family okay so practically. The Lord is not just promising to help you because you will serve Him, but He is promising to help everybody connected to you. But it is taken for granted. Now, meaning to say, we cannot outdo the Lord in yes. generosity. Mm-hmm. I mean, in in a way, the expression is not correct because we don't owe the Lord anything. <laughs> <anybody>. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> the expression is too much to say. Yeah. The Lord owes. In the Eucharistic prayers, it even says, Your your praises mean nothing to the Lord. <laughs> so <laughs> even if you praise in day nine twenty 24 7, know, it doesn't, it doesn't in the the um, yes. But it's for our sanctification. Yes. Wow. Yes. Oh. Because He is the giver of all this. <laughs> maybe the way He, he Yeah, maybe. <laughs> but but here this one of oh nothing to anyone is really the call to love each other okay owe nothing to anyone except to love one another this is very you know um the the Filipino term of yes, yes. You, 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 right? right when someone helps think that you're indebted to that person. Right? I want to, you know, I think I, I see it in this, you know, it's not, they help you because they help out of love, out, out, hard, out love, right? So you don't owe them yes. that debt of gratitude, but that is love. Yes, yes. It's, it's learning unconditional love, okay? And that is, again, uh, a higher level of love because mm-hmm. normally our love is we are waiting for something <laughs> <We are laughs> higher, right expect so something, something. <laughs> yeah it's an investment <laughs> so that's really wrong when you the the Tagalog word debt of gratitude is very very strong in Filipino culture once some somebody yeah, does something for you well, then you are forever indebted to that person. <laughs> Even God becomes indebted to the, Because of that mentality. Yeah. Because of that mentality of the death of gratitude. So I do something for the Lord. The Lord has to give me <laughs> It's unconditional love. Actually, we are loving the other as we love ourselves. The other is a mirror of ourselves. The difficult thing is love has many definitions. To you is love, to the other person is love. Yes, that's also true. (laughs) What is love for you is not love for the other. Okay, that's also true. Anybody would like to comment from the Zoom room? Jay, Gemma? Okay,
1: Mm -hmm. I just have to comment on something because I think uh, a little bit weird. And then and then you mentioned about this depth of gratitude. And I suddenly realized perhaps it's me. Uh, because you mentioned also something about it's very hard to forgive. And and that maybe I'm weird in a, in a way that uh, maybe I was not really gravely hard. That is easy for me to forgive because I know I have been forgiven much. Mm-hmm. And even continuously forgiven for all the transgression I'm doing. So how could I not forgive at all? It's mm-hmm. just that the only thing really, I think is you cannot just forgive if you don't know. oh, it will be difficult for you to forgive if you don't know that you have been forgiven much. I mean the the, the pain the um uh, and the the Jesus and uh, the pain that he actually suffered for us is being God. So if we really take that into consideration, as you said, the depth of gratitude, it's just, for me, really, it's easy to forgive. Even I told my husband, if in case you cheated on me, I know I will be hard, but no worries, you will be forgiven. Maybe I'll be yes. sad for a day. But okay, <laughs> nevertheless, you'll be forgiven. So it's, it's, it's something like that, because the moment you have Jesus in you, or really, there's nothing. I, I mean, you're nothing at all anymore, except in Him. So, I mean, that's 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 the thing that we really have to to for me. Yeah, uh, I think that's my writing principle. Thank you, Jay,
0: for, because actually, as, as you mentioned, now, it's in our prayer that the prayer that Jesus taught us, our Father. Yes, it's really at the heart of the prayer. Forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive yeah. for those who have us. So even this uh, uh, call to reconciliation, this is at the heart of our uh, Christian faith. Gemma, you like to say something? And um, no, sister, I'm just listening. <laughs> now you're just listening. Okay, good. <laughs> yes. good. Yeah, very good. Just one of our readers, also. So, <laughs> uh, anybody else? So Teresa, you're saying? Yeah. Well, uh, one thing I'd like to share. The Father, today, kept on talking about. Uh, The person who is sinning, there are always rooms for improvement Mm -hmm. if you are willing to change. Yes, yes. Yeah, that's why it has to continue. The dialogue has to continue. Never close it. I I know um, most of us will have experiences which are really dramatic. And sometimes it makes us think, shall I forgive or shall I just cut off the relationship? You know, because I don't want to Keep on getting hurt, you know. So, but then, as you said, if you do that, you cut off the relationship. Then you do not know how you are growing and how the person is growing. Maybe the person is has also changed, and you have also changed. You know? So there's always an open and growth, but that is, that requires faith. So understand. Yes, <laughs> and that is. Now that that is why I want to insist in this last part of the gospel, not to agree on earth about anything, which for which you are to pray. No, let's say you have somebody you are in disagreement, and then you said, uh, "Up to now, I cannot see your point, and maybe you cannot see my point." But let us pray together for <laughs> it. I mean, open it, don't close it. Just open. Let us pray together. For that intention, and maybe if we at least agree to pray, that's the start start of the reconciliation. Because forgiveness is not only from us, you know, the power to forgive will come from the Lord. Yes. Yes. (laughs) It's not easy, it's It's very difficult, very difficult, especially if. If the person has really done something evil, it's not just wrong; it's evil. Okay, with malice. Yes. Or sometimes, how can you judge that? Also, maybe the person is sick. So difficult. So difficult. So uh, that that is the call for this Sunday, uh, and that is a, not a difficult, a, not an easy call. And maybe that's why we have a responsorial psalm. <laughs> That is also calling us uh, not to harden our hearts, uh, to listen to the voice of the Lord, and not to harden our hearts. So let us. This uh, we're uh, getting to the end of our sharing, and let us uh, pray together this song. We repeat the uh, response twice, and then we got to uh, we pray the song. Uh, Consecutively, huh? if today you hear his voice,
1: harden not your heart. heart. Come, let us
0: sing,
1: let us sing joyfully, joyfully to, to the Lord. Let
0: us clean, let let us clean rug. the
1: rock of our salvation.
0: Let, us, let mm-hmm. us come
1: into his presence with mm-hmm. thanksgiving. Let us, let us joyfully to sing song okay. songs today. Let, let, let us bow down in worship. Let us live before the Lord who, the Lord, who made us. us. Me, he is our God. We are, he are people, the people, shepherds, the flock he guides. Today, and today you will hear his voice. Hear and let your hearts hear you. as a as in the day, day of Massa in the, day master, day, in the day, desert, where, where your fathers tempted me. They tested, they tested me, me though they had seen my words. If,
0: if today you hear his
1: voice, voice I heart, and hearts. In, heart. in the
0: name of the Father, the Son, God. of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Thank you, and have a blessed Sunday. Thank you for tuning in to OLMC Sunday Best. Please join us again next week for another episode. Have a blessed Sunday, everyone.